This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, 5601 South Hewland. If you want to come see us, they're open and ready to go right now. And we are ready to go as well because right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers, Ford is the best in Texas. It is Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Kevin, Corey, Mike. Well, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. I was really curious, considering what happened in the Cardinals game, I know going a little bit back, is there ever a concern about letdown against a seemingly weaker opponent, or do you feel like that's been addressed? No, I think there's always and should be a concern. Uh, Every team you play has excellent talent, and make no mistake about it. Now, they may not be on the same page, maybe relative to another team, but boy, Every one of them are talented. Cardinals are a perfect example. We step in there, and uh, they're uh, not only at home, but uh, uh, they make some plays. We don't make some plays. The fact that uh, I keep saying the fact that ball is oblong and you don't know which way it's going to bounce, that alone can even up talent, too, if there is any discrepancy. Uh, The other thing is that, uh, of course, um, uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, equalizing when you uh, – uh, not only the turnovers, but also, uh, if you will, uh, injury factors. So when you weigh all of that, uh, every game that uh, you walk into, you can lose that ball game in a New York minute. Jerry, the, the I know a lot of fans would love to see another 40 nothing blowout and everything like that, but wouldn't, would you love to see an opportunity, maybe if you do get up and feel comfortable, that – this team gets the running game going and gets to work on that against an opponent, or is that something for another time? Well, I uh, have uh, felt that uh, and do feel that we need to <laughs> uh, throw the ball out of the and get our running game going by uh, throwing the ball. If they're going to load up, they're going to really put that kind of emphasis on our running game. So uh, I think that's there. The point is that the way Dak is playing, uh, we'll have to take what they give us, and that's not bad. That's not – he can uh, – uh, we can uh, really have a lot of confidence in our receiving core. Uh, and I've got a lot of confidence in uh, creative ways to get that ball in the hands of, uh, of, of the right guys as far as uh, our running backs are concerned. Is one of the guys on the receiving core, one of the right guys on the receiving core, Brandon Cooks? Because I know Mike McCarthy said, hey, I don't play fantasy football. I, it, the stats don't matter in certain aspects. But – it does seem like the team has struggled to get him truly involved. Well, the, the probably you could rationalize. Uh, we're doing a lot with our tight ends, and uh, we've got a great tight end core. Uh, and we want to do more with Pollard and backs coming out of the, in certain situations, slot them or coming out of the backfield. So the point is that uh, 
Cooks is sitting out there with all that threat, all that speed, and uh, that uh, that really contributes big time. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of ways uh, if a, a receiver that's got the speed will execute his routes, and if he'll run completely through his routes, that means completely finish the route uh, as coached uh, to do, uh, then he's a dramatic influence out there, and he's opening it up for uh, the rest of the receivers. So uh, speed can make a contribution without catching the ball. And do you feel like Brandon Cooks has been executing that, finishing out his routes all the way through Absolutely, then? I do. Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. He's one of the more accomplished uh, uh, receivers. Uh, he's, uh, he's the whole package. We're lucky to have him. And uh, we, he'll get his, uh, he'll get some big plays. There's no question in my mind he'll get it. And no one appreciates Cooks any more than our quarterback. Uh, Jerry, I've been watching Terrence Steele, and I'm seeing a guy that's still kind of navigating his way back to what he was last season before his injury. I was just kind of curious from your perspective and how you handle this, what do you think the most difficult part to overcome is for these guys? Is it the physical or mental aspect of an injury? I think it's both. And uh, but uh, uh, certainly, I'd say physical uh, would be the, the the one that would you got to uh, overcome the most. And uh, but um, uh, it's both. And um, the other thing is that uh, uh, you've got to look at what the situation is. Uh, you've got to look at the emphasis that the opposing team is putting in that area. Uh, they're trying to take advantage of of that when you show that you uh, might need some to work on something uh, every team in the league looks at that game last week and they set their course accordingly so uh, all of that plays a role in it but uh, we've got a lot of confidence in steel a lot of confidence and it's uh, uh, certainly uh, that was a, a, a pretty uh, it was a pretty impactful uh, situation we had there with the pressures uh, but but uh, we can do better there. We can do better with uh, help there as well. Yeah, that's always like my biggest concern is when a guy can't do something that he physically knows that he's been able to do. Is that like then he starts getting that? Oh man, it's in his own mind, you know that he that he that he can't do that anymore. And and how does he get back to that point? And where does that help come from? Uh, is that coaches? Yeah. Well, when I think of Steele, uh, I see how he's evolved from coming from Texas Tech. And, uh, boy, he's always had a huge uh, work ethic, uh, one of the most conscientious workers that you've seen, got great length, uh, got the real ability, uh, especially in the run game, to uh, uh, really be an effective right tackle. Uh, and then, of course, uh, he has refined his craft, so to speak. And uh, Steele's, uh, boy, I'm glad we've got him. And uh, we've just got to continue to uh, uh, continue to work on the things that, uh, uh, but where where he needs it. And I know that sounds trite, but of all of the positions that you can improve with repetition in football, offensive line is the number one. Now, when you're talking about Terrence Steele and Michael Gallup, and I know with Tony Pollard it was just a franchise tag, but still, these are all people who got deals when they were coming off of injury. I'm wondering if you could walk us through the team's philosophy on that, especially since, I guess from my perspective, it seems like all three of them have struggled to live up to that contract so far. Well, I think that's part of the uh, uh, 
of the uh, challenge is uh, uh, you do that every time you make a decision to extend and, and contract a player. Uh, you do that relative to their career, relative to where they are at the years in their career. Uh, you do it relative to uh, their experience in the case of a young player. Uh, so all of that, uh, to some degree, you're evaluating what they've done, but all that counts is what they're going to do. And so it's all a projection. And uh, that's, uh, that's guesswork. With that in mind, then, I'm just curious, are you disappointed in Michael Gallup then and that projection? Because it feels like he hasn't continued on the path we thought he was on pre-injury. Yeah, that's, that's probably too strong a word uh, directed to him. Uh, what I would say is that uh, uh, we've had players that uh, have had more success coming off their injury, uh, but we've also had them that have had uh, less. And so my point is that uh, it's not surprising. Uh, it's a certain possibility when you uh, uh, basically look to the future coming off an injury. Uh, but all of the other things, uh, Michael really has a, a, a great connection with Dak. Uh, he can really go get the ball. He high points the ball. Uh, and he has some skills that uh, uh, we'll, we want to take advantage of. And he's had them. Uh, uh, we've used them in the past, and we've, we can use them in the future. But uh, uh, it, it's not in any way uh, a decision making time relative to Gallup. Uh, we just need to get him in there and he makes some plays. And uh, to, to a degree, you've got the same thing, but it's not about injury with Tober. And uh, you've got to have a, a certain uh, projection in your mind that Tobert can uh, go to in terms of his evolving. And uh, that's his game. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's what you're doing. He, does you feel like Tobert's kind of trending in that right direction right now? Well, I think so. Yeah, I like the way he's uh, he's uh, uh, certainly uh, gotten to uh, uh, um, in a positive way other levels from where he was this time last year, uh, and we know physically what he's capable of doing. So, uh, uh, I like our receiving core. Jerry, this morning uh, Mike McCarthy was on, and Sean and RJ said that they felt like he was a little surly uh, this morning, and, oh. that, and that he was a little surly this week with the media. And I was just kind of curious if you noticed that, and what's uh, what's Mike McCarthy like whenever he's surly? Well, I I think he's uh, uh, got the right temperament, uh, and I say that if he's uh, uh, if he's surly in a response or surly at a at a moment. Uh, but he's got the right temperament. Uh, he earns it. Uh, he uh, is the real deal. It's not uh, bluster or it's not uh, brought on by uh, uh, some kind of uh, time to do this or thought through like that. Uh, but, uh, Mike is a very uh, genuine uh, individual, and you, what you see is what you are. So if he shows an irritation, then he's irritated. And so... Uh, uh, Again, that goes with it. From my perspective, I don't have issues with that at all. And uh, this is a very emotional, physical thing that uh, uh, the coaches and players and, for that matter, fans, uh, motions all over this thing. And uh, there's joy and there's uh, also uh, uh, there's, there's madness. There's, a, mm -hmm. there's uh, all of the gambit 
Uh, and uh, you add that to the physical aspect of it, having to call on yourself as a player uh, to get that done. But uh, uh, everybody involved in it are proud we're getting to do it. I'll tell you that. Do you ever think we got into the wrong business, though, <laughs> considering how much madness sports drives us to? Like, the joy is amazing, but yeah. that madness is there a lot, right? Well, I'm glad you put it that way because that's exactly how I've always looked at it. And when the media has uh, had some fun with me and beat up on me, I would say, now, guys, we're about uh, maybe we're second cousins or third cousins, but we're all together. Uh, I've chosen to be involved in sports. And I do understand what goes with it. Sometimes I don't like it, but uh, we're all in this thing together. And what I, what I really like about it is that uh, it has fleeting moments of pure ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Fleeting. And, boy, they're rare. But, man, when you get one, you can live on it a long time. Jerry, I know we've asked a lot of questions uh, about your players right now and critiquing them. I was wondering this. I know winning this week and winning a championship is most important. How much do you care about your players winning awards? Like Micah Parsons right now has kind of fallen off of the Defensive Player of the Year award right now. He can get back in it. But I was wondering from your perspective, how much do you care about your players winning awards? Well, um, usually – uh, because it's so visible and uh, so competitive that when you hear a player uh, in consideration for recognition, uh, it's real deal. He's he's doing the work that I love. That 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 is beneficial. So I know of very few disconnects that I've ever been in seen where uh, a recognition uh, for play or recognition for performance and associated with everything that's good for the Cowboys. And then my other question is, Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of basketball, NBA, he really wants the same attention on his sport that the NFL gets. When Whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball or hockey, do you see any possibility of another sport getting as much attention as the NFL does? Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, when I first became involved, uh, basketball, NBA basketball, arguably, was uh, starting to uh, uh, catch and surpass. That was been in the late 80s. And uh, you had as much interest. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, networks actually came in and suggested reducing the rights fees for the NFL when I was uh, getting involved in 89, 90, 91. And so um, uh, there's nothing uh, – the, you know, everybody needs to be appreciative, guarded, and um, uh, realize that uh, you better stay on your game and uh, keep uh, relevant. And so, uh, yeah, I don't take anything for granted, and I sure don't for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's why that uh, uh, every way, every way I can in the world, I want the Cowboys to have a relevancy. Are you uh... – are, I, I'm curious, are you at all surprised how strong that relevancy has remained despite getting back to the promised land of the Super Bowl or, heck, even the NFC Championship game? Because there's no doubt the team is as relevant as ever. Are you ever surprised that that's carried over so long without the ultimate well, wins? Let me say this. I say this tongue-in-cheek. Mm. Uh, but if it gets a little slow, I know how to stir it up. <laughs> right. So my point is, 
my point is exactly my point is that uh, uh, all of that is uh, uh, a part of what makes the game special it's 365 days uh, you could argue there's a soap opera going on on and off the field during the season out of the season uh, there's uh, controversy there's uh, there's uh, all kinds of of uh, uh, happen happenings with uh, the players their relationships uh, and uh, uh, if you were trying to make a movie out here somewhere and uh, you were a company that made movies, uh, it would cost you more than to make that than to make the movie. It cost you more to promote the movie. That doesn't happen in NFL and football, and uh, which year round, and certainly it happens in the fourth quarter of the year. It's apex for football, and that's big positive. It's when you want the people, decision makers, in front of that TV screen. And, you know, Jerry, you just bring that up with the movie part of it and the families and everything that's involved in the Tony Romo uh, documentary or the, the movie about him just dropped. And he does have this one thing that he discusses where he's talking about how, you know, if he does something wrong, it could cost one of the guys on the roster their job and their whole family. And he has to think about their kids and all of those things. And that is that does seem more like it, it, it's the, the, the idea of preaching the family environment in, in a locker room and how much those guys do rely upon each other. And does that go into the thinking whenever you're making, like, decisions on rosters too? It's called team. It's called mm-hmm. team. There is no such thing as uh, it's just you uh, because you are a part. A lot of people are relying on you. It's a team. And that extends itself on out into our fans. But, uh, boy, a lot of people are, are uh, riding with you when you uh, uh, put that uh, effort out at practice or you put that effort out and, uh, to make a play uh, or how you conduct yourself. Uh, all of that, a lot of people rely on you. If you are absent there, if you're short there and understanding your responsibility to others, uh, then you're not as good a team. Uh, teammate. So, Jerry, I know you've given us a lot of stories over the years, and I'm going to give you maybe an opportunity to share one we've never heard. My baseball agent was at the general manager's meetings, as a lot of agents are, and they had a major virus break out and there were general managers having to run to the bathroom because they couldn't uh, hold themselves anymore and they had to actually cancel the meetings because of how many agents and general managers had a let's say stomach virus running to the bathroom Mm -hmm. have you ever had a major meeting whether it's football or other where the meeting had to stop because of a virus just a minute, I'm eating my sausage and biscuits here. On <laughs> what in the world are we doing talking about that? <laughs> That's Mike. That is yeah, Mike Bassig no. right there for you, Jerry. About, I was talking about setting a good old Miller Lite up on that table and having a good drink and and uh, talking about uh, Pollard getting it uh, going off. <laughs> Well, we got all kinds of Miller Lite specials going today <laughs> at it Buffalo is, Wild Wings. It is. It is morning and breakfast time. <laughs> Thank you Thanks, very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you next week. Good luck this weekend. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you. I can't. I can't explain I to it everybody. That was a solid question, man. He might have had a story about meeting with with uh, I don't know Kroger or something about ten percent off wearing your jersey to get groceries on Sunday or whatever, and that meeting took a while because people had issues.
I can't tell everybody how excited Mike has been to ask that question. He walked in the door since this morning. It was the first thing he yeah. wanted to discuss. Yeah, I think. What am I going to ask Jerry? I don't. You know, I mean, they're going to kill the Giants, so you know, I have other questions. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, off of South Hewland. The place is already open. Don't worry about what your navigator says. May not be open yet. It's open, so come on in. we got plenty of room for you. Coming up next, do you trust the Cowboys to do what they need to for the rest of the month? 877-881-1053. Plus, let's get some shout-out Friday going next right here on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the fanciest Buffalo Wild Wings I've ever been to. Really? The exterior looks different. They got it remodeled. It's two stories, and the second story opens up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Is that the VIP room up there? Is that where you can I, go up there and get the really saucy wings? I guess. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I think I do, and I don't, I don't like what you're saying. More sauce. Is my question. Five. Don't encourage him. There's people here like, yes. Five on five. Oh, my gosh. Sauce. Oh, no, 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 no. That was the Hawks no. thing yesterday. Hawks have wings. They do. So that, does Buffalo Wild Wings. That is a great point. See how I connected all that, God, Mike? I'm in so much trouble today. Hey, if you, I'm just excited how I ended the Jerry Jones show. <laughs> yeah, people are very split. Some yes. people thought it was the best. Some people, they hated it more than anything that has ever oh, well. been. So I was, re- yeah, just for the record, if you have criticism of Mike Bassick, a lot of times his response is, yeah. oh, well. Send an email to Gavin Spittle and see if you can have the job. <laughs> Don't necessarily know if I want to totally encourage that. Here's what I need. I need more people to come out to Buffalo Wild Wings that will side with me because there are people I can hear going, yeah, just deal with it. They're supporting Mike. They're supporting Corey. And my sanity is going down the drain. So. I was reading an article from Hollywood Dave Hellman. And Whoa, is that his nickname? Yeah, remember we called him that in, in uh, that's the Super Bowl. Arizona. I know, but he got kicked off that show. 
Did he get kicked off? Is yeah. that what happened? They're, they hired a Green Bay Packer receiver, I think. Did he not dig in on Dak? Yeah, he, I don't, gave, he gave too much logical response. Oh. And they're like, I wa- you the, don't and understand. And that is the truth. Yes. I, yes. Was, I was listening to Marcellus Wiley based off of Emmanuel Acho and his kind of rise to superstardom. And that Acho wanted a more just hot take show. Yeah. And so he's like, I want um, – Mackle, who's the uh, running back from Philadelphia? LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. I want LaShawn McCoy. And then he's like, I kind of like that more than what Hellman's bringing. Which is sensical right. analysis. So I want another I want another LaShawn McCoy. So it's his show. And so he thought, well, let's do Dave Hellman. And he's like, you know what? I want it to be more LaShawn McCoy, less David Hellman. Gross. Is So the whole crux of his article is, Hey, people might want to talk about, can you beat this team? Can you beat that team? The measuring stick for the Cowboys is just doing what they're supposed to do for the rest of this month. You look at the next four games, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks at least are better suited than the rest of them, but ESPN's win percentage likelihood for the Cowboys in those games, 90, 82, 80, 71. So you're overwhelming favorites to win your next four games. Those are the spreads, 90 and no, 80? No, percentage. That's pretty, oh, okay, Percentage gotcha. to gotcha. win the game. And then the other thing is three of those four games are at home. All four of those teams have a negative point differential for a combined minus 260 points. Do you trust the Cowboys, though, to go through the next four games, and that doesn't have to mean that they're going to be great or they're going to win the Super Bowl, but just do what they need to do, go 4-0 and get to 9-3. and Yeah. <laughs> you do. You really mean that, though, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I think they're going to be 11-6 and at the end. I do think the back half of the schedule gets tough. I think they're, it going, does, yeah. I think they're going to go 6-3 and the rest of the way. So... That being said, that puts them at 11 and 6. That probably is the number one wild card team. And we have the same result as we did last year. Yeah. That, so this is where, like, I'm, I'm not certain because you're just putting this in a vacuum where everything stays healthy. Uh, like, if we lose Zach Martin for a period of time, that's a problem. You lose Dak for a period of time. I trust Cooper Rush to play well. Sure. And I trust everybody else to say, okay, we got to be on high alert now because we have, you know, certain opponents. Uh, the, I, I do think that they're, they're a good team. They're not a great team, okay? Like, the great teams in the NFL right now, they're, they'll, you would say that the Niners were, but then they had their spell, right? But the great teams are very different whenever things get really uh, difficult, uh, whenever the opponent is a certain level. And I think the Cowboys are a very good team, but they make mistakes, mental mistakes in-game against other great teams out there. And so that's where I'm like, okay, if you're a good team, you thump bad teams, and that's what they did for the most part. But then they lose to Arizona. In, in a, like, what's, how do you explain that? And, and I know you brought that up with Jerry Jones. Was that just a mental lapse, and they weren't prepared for Josh Dobbs to come out and try? Uh, and they thought they'd just walk away from that one? At least with Dobbs, he's now done that for two different teams. Yeah, no, you're right about that. <laughs> I he, guess. You know, he's getting everybody to try hard around him, and that's sometimes you walk into a try-hard situation, you're like, I just didn't expect that, and I got beat today. 
I don't think the Cowboys are going to let that happen again this year, that they, they get beat by a team that they don't suspect is ready or uh, competitive against them. So I do think that they will be able to go 3-1 and one over this stretch, maybe 4-0 and oh that's, in this stretch. I think 3-1 and one in this stretch is a failure, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the what Seattle I said. The Seattle game's at home, correct? The, yes. The Seattle game, that you, you want to win that one, but, man, again, there's a lot of things that could, that could change the prediction on that very quickly. Uh, you lose Tyler Smith for a period of time. This defense or this offense looks very different. Uh, having to make up for that. I do like one of the things that Micah Parsons said is never, never overlook an opponent. We see where that got us this year. Yeah. So I I do like, and it makes logical sense to me that people are referencing. Hey, we overlooked the Cardinals, or they're. It seems like they're kind of admitting that they overlooked the Cardinals and they got smoked. Yes, uh, they are. They are admitting it. And I think, Mike, you know, that was you said that about the Rangers at one point this season regarding the A's and how bad the A's were. And you were like, I got a bad feeling because it's human nature right. to do that. So what's human nature response whenever you've already had that happen before? Do You go back into the, hey, man, you know, we're just going to kind of ride through this week and get through it or these next couple weeks. We know the opponents uh, are poor. Or do you, do you talk about it every day? Hey, we're not going to let Arizona happen again to us. And I don't know what that mindset of that locker room is right now. I just don't have a good vibe on, on where they are because their, their highs have been high and their lows have been very, very low. Considering how many games in a row they've won at home, do you foresee them going undefeated at home this year? Not that that's going to change playoff position necessarily. Philadelphia will be a very tough game. You know, I, and then you I got the Lions. Too. I think they'll handle Washington at home. The okay. Lions at home is going to be tough because I do think the Lions have the type of team. I think Broadus has set this up too. They have the type of team, Corey, that is not good for the Cowboys' defense. They can bully you at times up front, and they can bully you with their running back, and then it opens up other things. So the Detroit matchup might be a bad matchup for the Cowboys, but – They'll probably lose a game at home. I will probably say they lose a game at home. They never lose a game at home in the Mike McCarthy era from here on. Oh, wow. But so for the, re- the rest of this season? <laughs> I didn't say that, yeah. Mike. What are, you tra- what are you trying to say there? No, I, d- I just don't think they will. I think he's going he's gonna to have his game plans unfold very smartly uh, for late in the season. That's what he likes. He likes late in the season, and he also likes uh, the opportunities at home. Like Green Bay had a really good home field advantage for a very long time while he was there, and you could say it was because of the tundra or the way that the coach manages the games whenever they're at home. So I think that he, they continue to, to rock there. The Lions game is going to be tough. Mike's right. They can, they can set you up to bully you up, up the middle, and then they can spread it out real fast with uh, St. Brown. He's, I mean, a phenomenal receiver, and Jared Goff's doing a great job distributing those guys. And then well, that's, down the, that's down the road. Man. Okay. And, and that's, that's what I'm focused on because somebody else was like, well, you know, look at Philly. They look like they might lose five games in a row with that schedule coming up. First of all, I don't, I don't know about all that. But also keep in mind, you have a very similar schedule after this part is over. And so, sure, I hope Philly loses some games. But I'm more concerned with the Cowboys because if they don't go 4-0 here, well, then you have no shot, in my opinion, to win the division. Let me ask you this. How many losses can the Cowboys take and still win this division, if you're guessing? At this point, they have three losses. How many losses can they take? One, and you, one more. And obviously, it can't be to Philadelphia, Correct. Right? If it's to Philadelphia, you're done. I think one more. And I get it. Philadelphia has a tough stretch coming up. And I hope 
in a couple in a few weeks they're eight and four but they are still eight and one no matter how they do it because man you look at the commanders game before the cowboys and then obviously the one we all just saw they have been getting by barely in some of these games but they're still getting by yeah no i i, I can see that i i think I, I feel like kevin though over the next four games this team has a mindset of we get, we get through this we get through our thanksgiving stretch and then we got a home. We got a home stretch afterwards that's really going to benefit us uh, to do our best football. Like they, they have to be at their best on the other side of Thanksgiving, man. From the nine zero three, Russell, the Cowboys will not lose another game this season. You heard it here first. Super Bowl champions. Dude, I, like I like it. I like it. I like it. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five through the fan live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth off of South Hewland. We've ignored this story for a while, but now some other people have put up money, and I'm intrigued. What? The WNBA Boys High School Basketball Challenge now has a million-dollar bet match. Are you interested? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, 5601 South Hewland. If you want to come and see us, and there's already plenty of people that are out here, appreciate that very much. Hope we pack this entire place, both first and second deck. By the way, there's a whole other bar hey. and patio up on the second deck. I love Fort Worth. I lived here for four years as my wife was going to uh, TCOM here for medical school. And it's amazing how much things change. I've been over here quite a bit but i haven't been over here in a while so it's just interesting i went from the vending nut company off of 30 to yep. get you guys nuts and sour balls thank I you appreciate that appreciate so there's your lot. present you can get great christmas gifts there if you want mm -hmm. uh and then driving this way over to buffalo wild wings it's amazing how much things have changed and also how quick you can get over here 20 years ago you could not get from like 30 in montgomery right over this area that quick, but now there's a quick little highway that gets you over here. Then you just see a whole bunch of new things that have popped up. And we have a huge audience in Fort Worth and appreciate all of our Tarrant County Tolos and is, Twolos. Is, is, is wintertime, is, is holiday season, nut season, because it's like it's that's when you're like collecting it. them the most, like you're yeah. harvesting the nuts? Well, there's a pecan tree uh -huh. uh, over you know where I live, huh. and it's dropping all of its nuts right now. That makes sense, yeah. So that would be the best time. To do it. In it fact, makes we have sense people, people that are taking walks, and they'll have, like, a cup, and they'll fill up their cup with pecans. That's a smart idea. And I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to harvest them or whatever. Like, oh, you don't pick. bag them up and keep them around? No. Oh, dude, that's a great idea. My grandpa idea. used to do that, and he'd have a nutcracker. Yes. And so he'd just have a bowl of, like, pecans. And just sit there and eat pecans. Yeah. That was old school. From the 469 is also Shout Out Friday today. Is my Marine Corps birthday. Shout out to all the devil dogs out there. Thank you very much. And am I better? Absolutely not. If you were in the Marines, you are definitely We have a veteran here. I better know. than me. And I shouldn't say we're in the Marines because there's no former Marines. You're always right? exactly. Marine, always exactly. Marine. Exactly, exactly, exactly. All right. We've avoided this story for a little bit because I know this person individually sparks a lot of feelings in people. Clay Travis. Oh. I I know there are people who love him. I know that there are people who hate him. I want to chop this story up I'm in a non-political fashion. Oh, I don't know if you can do that. Yeah, right. you know what? We're going to give it a shot. Good it, luck, It Kevin. might fail spectacularly. All right. All right. So, Clay Travis, he does outkick the coverage, and he's got a show on there, runs a website and everything like that. He still does sports. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. It's usually, though not always, but usually it's sports with like culture or okay. politics mixed in. You know what I'm saying? It's not usually just like the Rangers won the World Series. It's like, hey, guess what? And there's always something when else. When you say to go culture, are you talking about like art and stuff or No. All right. Bacteria. Not, no. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like <petri> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, check out this new one. I looked at it on the microscope. Yeah. Is so he pledged to give the WNBA champion Las Vegas Aces one million dollars if they could beat a high school boys state basketball championship team in a game so one of the aces players point guard chelsea gray called travis a dumbass and then patrick beverly said travis should be drug tested for making the claim that the high school team would win and so at first i was like i get it like this is this is kind of his his deal he's a provocateur and but what i'm really interested in now is bet online said i accept that wager so Bet Online has said they will put up a million dollars for the WNBA for the WNBA to call this wager and make the game happen. Does Clay get to pick his high school champion? Because that's a big deal. Like nothing against private school basketball. Obviously, you guys covered this. Sure. And at one point, Julius Randle was at Preston. There was Christian. a time when I think Prestonwood could take both but teams. I've seen Duncanville play a lot. They're going to kill a WNBA basketball team. They're they're going to have three guys out there in their starting lineup that are six foot seven and over. So immediately they're more, way more physically gifted than the WNBA team. I'd have to look up the Las Vegas uh, starting lineup, but I'm going to struggle to see three uh, women on that team that are six foot six or over to start the game off. That's going to be a major issue. Just recently, Anthony Black was on the team. Two years later, he's in the NBA uh, playing a lot of minutes for the Orlando Magic. So if I go get a real, like, top-level national contender state championship team, the WNBA team is in big trouble. Now, do I have any type of reference? Well, I do a little bit. Guess who I graduated with? I was a year uh, older than her. Tamika Catchings, one of the greatest basketball players, WNBA basketball players in the history of their sport. She couldn't have played on Duncanville's basketball team as a girl, like on the men's team. Do you think the ev- she might she might have been on the team, and she's the and she's one of the greatest of all time. She might have been able to play like ten to fifteen minutes a night on the Duncanville High School boys basketball team when she was the number one recruit in the country and went to Tennessee. Do you think her advancement through college and then into the pros and now being on a team would help that further? One hundred percent. Okay. But it's not enough to overcome. I'm not saying I think it'd be a hell of a game, but I don't think the WNBA needs to do this because if the if this Duncanville high school team beats the Las Vegas Aces, that would not be good. I've heard a couple of the women on the WNBA recently come out and say we need to get paid like an NBA basketball player. All right. Well, the other day when Reggie was talking about the uh, I'm sorry, the Dallas Wings, right? Dallas Wings when they were playing. I looked at attendance for that semifinal playoff game. It was 4,200 people were in Arlington. You generate the revenue, they'll pay you. you got to generate the revenue. There's got to be a reason to pay you more than what you're getting paid. And for a playoff game to have 4,200 people there, that is not generating the revenue. The NBA is generating the revenue to even have that league. I do – 
I do see some people coming in with this. I got a couple of questions for you is, would you be interested in watching it? Because I definitely would. I would, yes. But I, I see people coming in and going, well, what is to gain for the WNBA? That's, and that's, I, my, that's where I wouldn't play this if I was the WNBA. And I think that's one of the things is I do, like, I understand what Clay Travis does for a living like we might have like technically the same job but we don't do the same thing right and so i think he made this challenge knowing that they weren't they they wouldn't be able to call it i mean look if the las vegas aces want to do it i think it would be huge money in terms of tv ratings or however you want to do it i i think that place would be packed the arena you had it would be packed i think a lot of people would watch but I don't understand what is to be gained from that because, sure, you can be like, now shut your mouth, Clay Travis, but he won't. Mm. And then also... What, what, what's he saying afterwards? They, they win. Is he saying, oh, y'all just beat a bunch of high school yes, kids? Yes, right. exactly. That's, that's and, and, and like I, you didn't really do anything. Exactly. And I think that's what the narrative is across the board is, oh, you beat a bunch of high school kids. Really neat. Or like, let's say the game is close. Let's say you win by two points. You're going to be like, oh, you had to struggle so much. Like, right. they would have to win that game by, I don't know, 30 points, yeah. 50 points to, like, really shut people's mouths. I think it's a no-win situation right. outside of the million dollars. Right. Like, that's a win. Why does, why does he want to see that so bad? You know why. Because he wants to – look – I do think, is it been recently because some WNBA basketball players have been on podcasts and stuff saying that they should get paid like NBA players? I think that's probably true. He has been down this line before okay. because of a whole bunch of other political issues that I don't want to beat people down with. But he wants to see it happen because he believes that he knows how the outcome's going to go, and that's going to be good okay. for his brand specifically. Right. I don't know about, like, whatever leanings he has or pretty pretty hard leanings but it's good for his brand because he can be like i sponsored this game and prove my point yeah uh, no, and, and he can be involved with the entire process for sure, of it too for like sure. you're saying with all that's the people where, that are packed in because like if the las vegas no, i have no clue about las vegas or sorry nevada basketball because it'd be a state championship i have no clue how great or not great nevada basketball is but i do know texas basketball there's a big difference between taking the 3A state champ Agreed. and the 6A state champ. So there'd almost have to be way more specific because I do think if I have no clue who the 3 or 4A state champion is in Texas, congratulations. I'm not trying to take a shot at you here. But I think the WNBA team might beat that team by 30 or 40 or 50 points because they would probably be physically bigger and maybe as physical. But if you take these – these boys basketball teams that have kids that are Penny Hardaway's son was going to Duncanville at one point. He transferred to another uh, school outside of the state of Texas. But you just you start getting these kids and you start looking at Duncanville versus another powerhouse school. You're like, damn, these boys are this is a team of six one, six four, six six, six eight, six ten with another kid who's six foot nine coming off the bench. That's a big difference. That's that's a huge height difference right there, and they're somewhat physically gifted at that age. The the Vegas Aces have four six foot four players on their roster. Those are the that's the top. Are they all six four or are they taller? They have six foot four, six foot four players. But that's the, it. That's it. That's as wow. high. But if you're playing a three A or four A school, they're probably gonna have one kid who's six six, one kid who's six four, two kids that are six two, and one kid that's five ten. That gives them, I think, a better opportunity, and I think they would beat that team pretty good. Well, just look at how the Mavs struggled with Toronto's size the other night. Sure. Uh, all that length and size that Toronto had on the court really gave the Mavericks a lot of problems. 
We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. The one thing I just learned throughout all of that, it feels like a lot, lot, lot of people would watch this. Like for I whatever, would. For whatever reason. I feel like a lot of people would have different reasons for watching it, but they would watch it. Because maybe I would be wrong. I do think a great 6A high school basketball team would beat the Aces team. I might be completely wrong, so I'd love to see if I would be wrong on that opinion. And then there'd be a Disney movie about it. Oh, for be like, sure. You know, you'd have like an Air Bud situation. <laughs> yeah, Air Bud 7, high school action. I don't know. Is that what number they're I'm on? I'm not Seven? good at movie titles. That's your thing, bro. Okay, we're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk about the stars. We will also talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. We'll do it next live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, 5601 South Hewland, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.